Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Rec, and then we talk about it. My name is Jason. I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going, Jason? It is going well. It is going well. How are you today? I, I'm good. I am ready to go to prom. Yes. Yes. Did you? I got my tuxedo shirt, t-shirt on because it's hilarious. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm ready. Okay. Well, here's my question for you. Did you in fact go to your prom? I I did go to my prom. Excellent. Was it as good as this prom that they're throwing for the, the seniors of Pawnee? No. Oh, Lord, no. Ours was, ours was like every other dance at any other time of the year. Hmm. So, no, it was, yeah. But I went. It was a small town uh, prom, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. And so, again, you know, like probably like Pawnee, not a ton of budget, not a lot of extra funds for prom. And so, yeah, we just. Uh, Did you go to a barn party afterwards, like Andy got invited to? uh, No, I, I didn't. Uh, there was supposed to be a bonfire, but because of the the one that got out of control the year before, it got it got shut down. So um, it started as a barn party that turned into a fight. Anyway, it was a whole thing. How about you? Did you go to your prom? Your prom? I did go to my senior prom, and because my wife is one year younger than I am, I went to her senior prom. Whoa! Oh, Two the next proms. the next year. Yeah, it was a lot of prom in my life for two years there, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Prom prom. I'm glad that I was able to go to prom with the girl who would become my wife. But it was also super expensive <laughs> and kind of annoying. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, yeah, we uh, – I grew up in a not small town, but mm-hmm. not, a, not, a, not a big town, but not small. Um, but it has a, uh, a significant amount of – microsoft money around my town so there's a lot of kids who were very very fancy um and then me (laughs) so less that way (laughs) oh it was fun fun times but uh yeah but yeah you know listener thank you for joining us today and you know maybe you went down a, a nostalgia trip with this as if you went to prom or did not go to prom and i would love to know your prom stories you know send us an email parks and conversation at gmail.com with uh, your uh, your prom stories things that went great things that went less than great um yeah it'd be funny to uh <laughs> to reminisce together <laughs> so um yeah but let's let's talk a little bit about this episode it's a it's all about the prom uh and all the characters kind of follow the same trajectory throughout the evening Mm-hmm. So uh, there's really no reason to like break it up into different uh, plot points, um, a plot, B plot, C plot, all kind of coalesce into one thing. So maybe, yeah, that's, not, that's not what prom's about. It's about coming together, not, se- not separating. Exactly. Exactly. And so while there are some tensions in this episode, those three major tension points, um, you know, we'll kind of walk through them all together. Uh, so one tension is between Leslie and Ron trying to compete for the, uh, for Allison to serve as an intern or to get a paying job that Ron could help her get. Uh, and Ron is pro capitalism and anti-government and Leslie is pro government and less commun less capitalism. So, uh, yeah, so there's that tension. Uh, there's also the tension with, Ben and uh, Tom, as they are co-DJs for the prom, which sounds like a terrible job, co-DJs. And so Tom has to realize that he is no longer cool. Uh, And uh, that's a a good awakening moment for everybody when they come to that point in their life. I am not cool. It's a good thing. And then uh, the uh, third tension point is between April and Andy because Andy loved high school and had a super good time in prom and all that stuff. And April hated it all. But now fate has brought them together. And so how how can Andy love it so much when April hates it so much? 
Mm-hmm. And so that's the third tension. And in that plot line, we also get to see Oren in another creepy, um, a creepy experience. But you want more Oren. So oh, that's for you, Jeremy. Uh, that was great. Yeah. Good. Well, good, why don't, good, good. why don't you, uh, you know, lead us, lead <laughs> us right. in this, this dance we call Parks and Conversation. Let's do this. All right. Uh, so. Uh, it starts out with Ben in his office opening the drawer to an explosion of confetti, which is terrible. Now, I want to stop you right there okay. before we get too far. I really wanted the Hurt Locker re- ear ringing thing. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like anytime there's an explosion on on a mm-hmm. show or, or movie and then everything goes like silent except for that one piercing note. Mm-hmm. I, why didn't why didn't they do that here? Well, think, do you think that would really fit the tone of the sitcom? <laughs> no, but I wanted it. So that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I um, <laughs> not at I all. It would it would it would have been so out of place, but it would have been so weird. It would have been. And, <laughs> but I can see why you would want it uh-huh. um, just as a, you know, as a filmmaker. He's like, I'm dying. Uh, I'm dying. It's like, yeah, I can't hear you. What's happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, I find that things with confetti and glitter uh, are the worst. And so if, if I were Ben, I would be very tempted to say no to this invitation to prom just because it's like, now you've given me a job to clean up all of this garbage. Yeah. And I have to get a suit. I think Ben Ben has some suits. He's got a Batman suit. He's got options. I would, this episode would have skyrocketed in my rating if he wore the Batman suit to prom. <laughs> if he had went, but as a DJ, then, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or even as the DJ, because Tom was going to wear that robot head. So DJ Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, missed opportunity. So uh, he's freaking out when it goes off. And Leslie is like, well, open the bottom drawer and read the cake. <laughs> Will you go to prom with me? That's <laughs> what the cake says. Uh, and so Ben is freaking out because he uh, didn't think he would ever have to say this because, you know, as it later says, he's they're approaching 40. Mm-hmm. He didn't think he would ever have to say yes to the prom. So, uh, but Leslie reveals in a talking head that the... Uh, merger has led to some budget tension so they had to make some cuts and the first thing to go was the senior prom um and also they're not teaching latin anymore so she's going she volunteered to do that which also means she has to learn latin which you you know latin i do not know latin oh i thought you knew some latin i know some latin um but what's a good what's a good like word or phrase in latin that we could use if we ever go to latinonia where where do you speak latin nowhere nowhere do you speak latin okay uh so you don't have to worry about it it is a dead language it was the language of the roman empire and they're long gone and so unless you are going to a catholic church pre-1962 you Mm -hmm. do not need to know latin okay so good to know um yeah (laughs) so uh i know greek kind of i love greek but i can't speak is my favorite uh, yeah, baklava is good. Don't get that confused with balaclava, though. No. Well, so. it makes it harder to eat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, baklava is great. I love a gyro. Um, I went to a um, Mediterranean kitchen in the mall with oh, my yeah. son. And uh, we ordered gyros. And I said gyro. And the person behind the counter said, all right, one chicken gyro. And no. I was like, Never mind. I'm out of here. I'm yeah, that's when you leave. You walk away. I did eat it. It was good. But you didn't <laughs> want the gyro. I wanted the shawarma, which oh, I love shawarma. It's so good, so good. Anyway, uh, so it was uh, yeah, that was fun times. So yeah, so Leslie is organizing the uh, the prom for the high school seniors of Eagleton and Pawnee, um, and is one of the ways to kind of keep her mind off of Chicago and this job that's out there and that she's thinking about, and so. Yeah, so Tom, uh, Leslie's whole world right now in the last couple episodes is distract from the actual problems that I'm facing. Mm-hmm. So, which is kind of annoying, personally. It's like Leslie, just deal with it. Which she, which she normally does, you know. And so, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, once again, it's Leslie unhinged. Leslie is not my most favorite version. I like when she's putting out fires creatively, even when things are absolutely nuts and she's acting frantic. But when she creates the problems, I've just never because sometimes it goes against character. You know, I, I don't know. I just yeah, it's bothersome to me, but uh, I'll get over it. It's OK. <laughs> All right. Well, we only have a few more episodes left to get over it. So, All right. Pre- prepare yourself. So credits happen. They say they're going to the prom credits hit. They go, there's a conference room meeting and, uh, they have the prom committee all getting together. And, uh, let's see, tells Tom that he's in charge of music. And Ben was kind of bummed because, uh, he wanted to do this. Um, and, uh, and then Leslie starts trying to be cute. <laughs> And like, did you want to DJ little puppy? Uh, and I did not like that at all. And mm-hmm. I felt very strongly in agreement with Donna, who says, you and boo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, y'all, I'm warning. Based Donna. I love it. Yeah, it was uh, so, so accurate. And uh, so Ben is like, yeah, I I did DJ. And I, I had a show on the college radio station called Zoot Suit Wyatt, <laughs> which. <laughs> That's so great. That is basically like <laughs> worth the price of admission. Yes. So Zoot Wyatt. Possibly the best joke in the episode, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. I also love how the the timeline, the time frame for his show is Tuesdays from three to five AM. <laughs> That's peak swing time. Oh man. And it's like I was the king of swing. Uh, and Tom is just like I thought we, we as a culture agreed to forget the year that everyone was into swing. <laughs> oh, come on. Big Bad Voodoo Daddies, um, Squirrel Nut Zippers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that was it. I think that was pretty much the two bands that was swing. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Jeremy. Yeah. How often do you go back and listen to that music? Never. Exactly. You are. You have also forgotten. <laughs> I, I had I had totally forgotten about all of it, but then it, like again that wave of nostalgia kind of came through. I was like, man, I wonder what those squirrel nut zippers are doing these days. I don't know. I should go I check them. I don't go really ch- want to know personally. Go, ch- go check them out. Um, yeah, I I think it, there was this evolution of music uh-huh. that that was happening with punk turning into like so like a reggae punk mix turning into ska. You're right. And then all of the ska music was like, people were like, that, this is really great. And then people were like, hey, but what if there were more band members mm-hmm. and it was a little bit more um, organized than a ska concert? And what if people knew how to dance right. more than at a ska concert where they just flail and that turned into swing uh, or the swing craze, right? Yeah. Yeah, because there was also that. Remember, that was right around the same time. Like we we kind of morphed into that lounge. Like yes, every, there was all, yes. the, but it wasn't good lounge. It was like covers of of stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, like no one was really dancing to that. But it was like lounge, in you know, ska into like this that yeah the lounge swing era, and then it just disappeared real quick. And and, and what's really weird, like too, is like. The mask, Jim Carrey. That was all like swing themed. Yeah. Right. Like same. So that it was just this era. It was this weird. Like this is it. Okay. Yeah. And now it's it was, gone. It was a weird time for <laughs> it sure. Was really bizarre. But I think uh, you mentioning lounge music reminded me of something. Now, listener, I I am a youth group kid. I grew up in the '90s, going to youth group. And there was a, I cannot find it. I'm searching for this. Um, uh, there Are you was talking about a, the lounge version of like Black Hole Sun and stuff? No, I'm talking about no. a lounge version of like Jesus Freak. <laughs> oh no, I do not know that one. Uh, everything had a lounge cover at the time, like like yeah. like everything. It did. Oh my goodness, I'm I cannot find who this person was. Oh man, it's gonna bother me forever. Lounge Freak, there it is. Hey now, found it. <laughs> this is it yes okay oh man uh, yes okay the artist's name is john jonas and uh he's the fifth jonas brother or fourth and oh my goodness yes this is excellent um 
I need to find like the lounge freak on Christian music archive website. Uh, <laughs> dot biz. Um, leave it, leave it buried, man. <laughs> there's Don't. no time. So, like, like duration for all these tracks is zero. So there's no, <laughs> no one has taken the moment, the time to upload this to one of these, these internet providers of some sort. Um, is it available on Amazon? Oh, there oh my it is. God. Listener. Oh, man, it's Listener. streaming. I'm sorry. I'm so- <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Jason, Jason's going to be off in Spotify. I'll just take over. So from here, uh, we got <laughs> we got Smash Mouth and no. Yeah, anyway, there's so many bad decisions that happened in the 90, <laughs> late 90s uh, music scene. Um, and it's it, like the, the motto of Jurassic Park like rings through. <laughs> Like they spent so much time wondering if they could, they never asked if they should. Well, and I and, think I think that's why Guy Fieri got such a bad rap for such a long time for his look because I feel like he was just kind of like the embodiment of that of that yeah. era, like a little yeah. bit. And I know it's not swing, it's gone all that, but like it was just like that guy, the bleach blonde tips and the right. upside. Down, and it's like he's like Brian bro- Stetzer's personal. <laughs> it's like, bro, we're trying. We are so trying to just forget this. Can we move on? <laughs> Yeah, but he is uh, Guy Fieri is a is a treasure. And, oh, yeah, he's uh, he's a great guy. I mean, um, from what I've read. Yeah, but just looking at him, uh, <laughs> I don't think we could hang out. <laughs> it's like maybe just like we're a hat, bro. I don't know. I mean, Welcome to Flavor Town sounds like a swing album, right? Like, oh yeah, I I <laughs> when I make something good like yesterday, I or something that I think is good. <laughs> I took some leftover rice and some leftover brats and I cut them all up and put them in a bowl and put some sriracha on it. And uh, I was eating that by myself over the sink, like a sad divorced dad. <laughs> and I'm not divorced and I'm not sad, but this is what I thought. And the, the next thought I had was welcome to flavor town. <laughs> Population me. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> oh my anyway, gosh. Um, so where are we? <laughs> we're, we're still in the first the first scene. Oh, out. okay. We'll we'll pick it up. So Ben and, and Tom are going to co DJ, and uh, and then Leslie turns to Allison, who mm-hmm. is a high school senior, and uh, they start talking about organizing the theme around the thing, and uh, and so she Allison suggests fairy tale because they have the sets from the last year's play, and she pulls out a binder, and Leslie's like, "Are those?" Jen's Trotter color tabs. I thought they were discontinued. And Allison talks about her Mexican back channels to order these things. And Leslie knows about this place. It's one Julia Oficina supplies. <laughs> and uh, and Ben just stops. It's like, what is happening right now? Because <laughs> they're freaking out about binders and tabs. Uh, and so Leslie sends everybody off back to work. Uh, so then uh, her and Allison can uh, continue crushing it and talk about binder tabs and stuff. So Ben and Tom um, are trying to do, they meet to talk about the music and Ben wants to put a set list together. And Tom's like, no, man, all of them with no need. And Ben's like, what? You just going to put it in your iPod and put a shuffle? He's like, I could. You want to know why? Because <laughs> every song's a banger. Um, and so Tom then talks about his algorithm, his, his system to determine whether or not a song deserves to be on his, uh, on his iPod. So beats per minute drops, uh, how dope are the drops, uh, are there any acoustic instruments used? If so, it's not a banger. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, he even says he once downloaded a Lumineers song on accident and he threw away his computer just to Come be on, safe. man. Lumineers are great. Lumineers are definitely great. I enjoy their music, but I could definitely see how Tom would think they are oh. some kind of threat to his, <laughs> his life. To his cred. Yeah. Lumineers are the ones who sing, oh, hey, right? Yeah. Not hey ho. No, that's that's the head and the heart. Yeah, ho hey. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, so they, um, yeah. Ben is like, well, I think a cell is important because we're basically vibe curators. <laughs> and again, Tom almost dies. Um, and then Ben, oh, Ben is so wonderful. He looks uh, at Tom's like, I hope the high school auditorium is big enough because I'm bringing ten thousand maniacs. Had a kid. <laughs> And it looked, it looked at the camera like, yeah, nailed yeah, it. <laughs> and as a fan of '90s music, I was like, I appreciate this as well. So, um, yeah. So they're um, 
going to do that. And but Tom's embarrassed. Uh, and he's like, we're not working together. You're now working with DJ RoboDrop. And he puts on a Daft Punk style helmet and starts dancing around the room. So, uh, yeah, Daft Punk is a uh, DJ group. FYI, listener, if you don't know about Daft Punk. Yeah, and you, you should definitely you should check them out. They're fun. Uh, then Andy and April are talking about, uh, about prom and how much fun Andy had. And, uh, the theme was my heart will go on. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Just as he's listing all these things, it's like, oh, this was high school. Uh, the theme was my heart will go on. There was a Monica Lewinsky lookalike and there was an after party at Megan Rickerson's house. (laughs) Her parents used to let us drink as much as we wanted. Uh, and, and she's like, that's where we should have a party. No, they moved to prison (laughs) uh and uh and april is like it this sounds terrible it's a bunch of people smiling having fun enjoying themselves it's my worst nightmare and i hate punch um and uh andy is going to convince her to go and he starts by singing a song uh that he wrote to sarah vice uh, (laughs) to invite her to prom and uh the lyrics are, you're as hot as the sun, but you're as cold as ice. Let me take you to paradise. Come on, roll the dice. It'll be twice as nice. Sarah, w- April Ludgate, will you go to prom with me? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, so she agrees. Um, and then uh, she, uh, <laughs> April, her agreement is, I'll go with you because Leslie's making us. And we live together. And we only have one car right now because you laked mine. <laughs> And Jerry's there. He's like, what does lake mean? I tried to jump it over a lake. Why don't you stay out of our conversations, Larry? Uh, Will do. Yeah, Larry. So they then go to the... um, Is this at the prom yet? No. No, this is still at 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 City Hall. Leslie is talking about walking Allison through City Hall, talking about some different pictures and great accomplishments and all this stuff. Um, and, and Leslie says, I think you have a great knack for public service. And I wanted you to have the April, April Ludgate summer solstice Druid festival and Buffalo wings eating contest. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I am. Yeah, that's awesome. It sounds great. <laughs> it's a uh, internship program. Um, and she thinks April would be great. And Allison's like, I'm thinking about it. Uh, Allison would be great. Um, and she's like, I'll think about it. Um, and, uh, and then Ron runs into Allison as well. And it comes to find out that Allison uh, Allison's father owns the hardware store that Ron's been going to since before Allison was even born. And, uh, and so she, uh, <laughs> Ron lo- looks at Allison and says, what brings you to the festering putrid stink hole on the armpit of freedom? <laughs> and I was like, that's what he calls city hall. <laughs> Uh, and so she says, I'm thinking about this internship. And I was like, no, you are not. I respect your father too much to give you, uh, over to the government for free work. Uh, let me help you find a, a real job basically. Um, and, uh, so this creates that tension, um, between Ron and, uh, and Leslie and Ron's like, look, I think I can get you a job at the, the sawmill. And we find out that, uh, he owes Ron a favor because he built the sawmill. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so the, that's going to continue to be tension points, uh, moving forward. So Andy pulls up to Les April's house and in a pro in a, in a, in a limo because it's, uh, it's a party. It's prom. You got to go to in a limo or as Andy says, legally, they can't let you in. Mm -hmm. Um, also, uh, he yells out class of 99, which <laughs> is when I graduated. Um, it's so it's like, oh man, so old. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah. Oh man. So many ridiculous things about the, the limo culture, but he For thinks the- everything inside the limo is free. And the driver's <laughs> like, it's not, it's not. <laughs> so then he stops drinking it. Um, and so they go inside to meet, uh, April's parents because mom wants to take pictures and, uh, come to find out mom is Oren, <laughs> uh, dressed, <laughs> well, dressed up as a woman to take pictures. And then uh, champion is, uh, there is, uh, Mr. Ludgate, uh, and uh, Oren is super creepy. He looks like the mom from Psycho. Uh, the dead one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does look dead. Um, 
And so Orin, uh, mom says, have her home by 11. And, uh, uh, and champion comes out and, and Orin's like, say goodbye to your father and bye dad. And Andy looks at champion says, good night, sir. <laughs> so, uh, at the prom, Tom and Ben are setting up. Um, and, uh, Tom is kind of uh, annoyed because he requested a smoke machine, uh, girls dressed in teddy bear costumes, Yeezus Mountain. Uh, I don't know what a Yeezus Mountain is, but uh, he wanted all these things. Um, ben is upset, be- upset because he requested elliptical cartridges for the turntables. <laughs> so, because he wants to keep his Husker Du albums in near mint condition. Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. Um, and Tom's solution is why don't you just throw those in the garbage? <laughs> Come on, Tom. Um, and, you know, we come to find out, you know, prom has a lot of baggage for several people in this this uh, situation because Ben uh, was uh, king president, kid president, or whatever John Raphael calls him, um, of his hometown, but then he was impeached. So uh, he wasn't really uh, able to go to prom because he couldn't leave the house without being egged. And so his parents threw a prom in his living room so um yeah and then tom we find out he was only at prom for 15 minutes because he took so long to get ready uh (laughs) that his date was pissed but he looked pretty fly so uh yeah so getting set up and leslie is there um and uh the principal is like wow you're doing great this is a plus work and leslie who lives for approval (laughs) it's like can we get that in writing um she really wants that a plus uh and allison is like wow i can't believe you he gave you an a plus also principals don't grade anybody so well annoying um so uh yeah so they are pretty excited and uh les is like thank you for helping me orchestrate the balloon drop um and it's gonna be so so much fun they take helium and they start talking back and forth to each other uh and then ron comes along and uh, he says hi to Allison, and he's like, I was subcontracted by the government to set up a lighting rig, um, and he offers to give Allison $40 for her help. Hmm. Um, and uh, and Allison's like, yeah, sure, 40 bucks, I can do that. Uh, and uh, Les is like, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to take my intern, um, and, uh, and she takes some helium, and is like, I know what you're doing. I'll defeat you. Mark my words. And Ron, Ron always practical says stop wasting helium it's intended for welding and filling airships <laughs> uh and then we find out his baggage with prom his uh, he took susan hoffler picked her up in her truck in his truck and they slow danced to a merle haggard song and left early uh, because he had to go to a shift at the quarry he was 12 years old <laughs> and then he never went again felt like he had outgrown it mm-hmm. yeah so uh, so then April and Andy come to the prom and, uh, April's like, Hey, we're here. I'm out. I did, I did it. We're over. And Andy's like, no, look around. This is going to be so much fun. Um, the bloom of youth, like flowers on the sunset of an Eagle's poetry. <laughs> Gotta have so, wings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, April's like, I hate this. And, and he's like, you gotta give it a chance. Like expendables too. <laughs> just, this is just one of the best parts of this movie of this episode as well because expendables 2 is not good um and he's like first time i hated it second time hated it third time it was okay but then fourth fifth sixth seventh time i watched it i realized something it's just it's not a good movie (laughs) so um he seems like he got derailed in his own logic there um so yeah so andy's like look why don't we go dance and april's like no i'm gonna go to the bathroom and try check trash cans for babies (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so sad That's where they hide. Uh, so then uh as they are playing some music uh tom and and ben are, are playing and uh he's trying to th- get everybody hyped up uh and they they're not really into it uh and one of the kids is like no one's feeling this and they're like you want two chains yeezy jeezy wheezy <laughs> uh you want ja rule and the kids are just like what um and uh so then uh the the kid says the stuff you're playing is so old it's probably drinking on grizzle dump <laughs> and ben uh, tom has no idea what they're talking about uh he's like what's what's grizzle dump so uh yeah tom is old and he's not cool anymore and we'll and find ben, out soon enough yeah 
So Leslie then teaches Allison how to pull a cord, which is basically pull the rope. Um, and uh, Allison's like, I think I got this. Uh, so they, uh, Leslie's trying to convince her, like, working for the government is not glamorous, but it's its own reward. And Ron's coming over, uh, and it, and Ron is uh, coming to tell her, like, she's already he's already got a job squared away for her. Um, and uh, and Leslie's like, look, when you drop these balloons, look at the faces. And Ron's like, no, when you drop the balloons, look at the cage. And they fight back and forth about what to watch at watch the faces or watch the cage. And then finally. Allison just pulls it down and people are enjoying the falling balloons and uh, Allison is tense and running away and Ron's like, look, or Leslie's like, look, Ron, you ruined every prom. Nobody's having any fun. And uh, it turns out everybody is having fun except for Leslie because it's balloon, balloons, man. Balloons are fun. Yeah, balloons are fun. Uh, then we come back to Donna and April talking and, uh, Donna saying, I didn't go to my prom. I was dating an older fellow back then. <laughs> like I'm going to dance with a bunch of kids while he's coaching Duke to the final four. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing in my notes, uh, <laughs> mention Mike Krzyzewski just because, you know, and I, and I got as far as Mike K wise and I just gave up after that. I don't know how to spell Krzyzewski coach K coach K. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is hilarious. Uh, it's like, cause the only person that Donna could be talking about is <laughs> coach K. Coach K. <laughs> um, so yeah, the uh, and April's like, I feel bad. Annie is having so much fun and like cut back to Andy, like dancing with all these kids. Um, and she's like, how can I love someone when I hate everything he loves? Um, and Don's like, you guys love a lot. He loves a lot of dumb stuff, but he loves you the most. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was like kind of a compliment. <laughs> if you think about it, he, likes love, he loves a lot of dumb stuff, but he loves you the most. <laughs> you're, the, you're the most dumbest. <laughs> uh, so. Um, yeah, so they are, um, yeah, so they're talking and then some guy comes in is like to ask Donna to, to, if she's ready to go. And Donna looks at him and is like, I feel like I told you to wait in the car. Some guy, you mean Delwyn Burfig? Was that who that was? No, that's, that's the credited, that's the credited name. Oh. Delwyn Burfig. With, I was like, I don't know who that is. With, with, with two G's. <laughs> All right. So now, oh man, you made me feel like I didn't know a celebrity cameo. Oh, no, no, no. His, 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 his actor name is uh, Reese Kirk. That's his actor, okay. actor name or, you know, his actual name, his IRL name, his character name is Delwyn Burfig. <laughs> mm -hmm. One of the things that uh, in reading about uh, Mike Schur is he loves coming up with ridiculous names. <laughs> So Delwyn Burfig fits right in there. Oh, there's some, there's some doozies in this one. Uh, so, um, yeah. So Ron cut back to Ron and he's rejoicing because Tim Hotner, uh, has offer is offering Allison to pay a job. So he's just getting off the phone. She's going to be assistant to the head mulcher. Um, <laughs> and, uh, which is wow. So great. Um, and so the, Principal comes to uh, confront Leslie and Ron and they go to the office uh, because they have both been harassing Allison about her summer employment decisions. And Leslie, like, I wouldn't say harassing so much as persistently tormenting. Mm -hmm. And uh, the principal says, I'm disappointed in you, Leslie. And uh, Leslie cannot handle this. Don't be disappointed in me. <laughs> I've never had any principal or teacher be disappointed in me. Um, and, uh, and so, Ron, the principal's like, whatever's going on between you, you got to just handle this. This is supposed to be for the kids. And Ron's like, you're right. I will bow out immediately. And then Leslie, so, well, let's make sure that whatever happens, A pluses that may or may not have been handed out, you know, those are still in effect in perpetuity because <laughs> that matters so much. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they both say we're going to not uh, annoy Allison anymore about her summer plans. And then Leslie immediately gets on the platform to announce the winner of Parks and Recreation's coveted summer internship. It turns out it's Allison Guilford. Uh, and uh, Allison did not like this at all, <laughs> uh, being called out like this. Um, and Les is like, no, you're going to, you're going to take this internship. You're going to fall in love with public service. You're going to rise through the ranks. You're going to take over Ron's job as park director. Uh, you want to see the Congress. And then you and I will run against each other as president. But right before we find out who won, I'm going to pat you on the back and say, it's your turn, kid. 
What a plan. Which means which means that would have been Leslie's second term. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, so yeah, so Ron comes up as like, sorry, children, forget this happened. <laughs> Continue your awkward close quarters gyrating. <laughs> and Leslie tells them, Hey, if you have sex, use protection, please. Um, and uh and so Tom is not playing any music with all of this, and so Ben's like, I'm gonna step in, and Tom's like, Whatever, play whatever you want. It can't be worse than this. And then he plays some uh classic rock and, and jeremy what is that song i don't know you don't know oh man i was hoping you would have looked it up <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember it off the top of my head um anyway he plays i feel like it's rem but that's probably wrong no i don't think it was rem i think it was classic rock uh jeremy i have some bad news for you yeah classic rock now includes rem i know and like so many other things that i don't yeah. even want to get into judah and i were driving in the truck and uh listening to kzok the classic rock station mm-hmm. and uh foo fighters was on there is the emphasis on the foo or the fighters foo fighters foo fighters um, they yeah they were playing some foo fighters and i uh i almost died and uh which was good that Judah was driving. <laughs> I was like, this is wrong. This, what, what is happening here? And, uh, and so then Judah and I got into a conversation about like, when are, uh, when, when did they start counting classic rock? And I had to tell him, sadly, someday Judah, your favorite songs are going to be <laughs> played on a classic rock station. Uh, and he was not ready for that either. Is it 20? Is it 20 years? I think it's usually about 20 years. Yeah. Oh uh, pop song 89 is REM is played. They play Buddy Holly. Uh, Weezer. They, they play, uh, yeah, by Weezer. They play Blur. Song 2 by Blur. And uh, the, the show goes on by Lupe Fiasco. That was probably uh, one of Tom's picks. Yeah. Ounce of Bounce performed by Boom Boom Room. Tom. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a Tom song. Um, yeah. So they. Uh, um, sorry, IMDb. The ads are just insane. The poster for the movie <laughs> Beef is very interesting. Um, so, uh, yeah. So these kids love this classic rock, and Ben is like, "Yeah, awesome." Well, there's more where that came from, Snoopy's. <laughs> nope. And uh, and Tom Ben is playing everything on vinyl, and this kid, this pretentious high school senior. <laughs> It's like, I only listen to CDs. It's the way music like this was meant to be heard. As he's spinning vinyl. Come on, man. Oh, man. It just is a reminder that there's always somebody who thinks they know exactly how anything is supposed to be done. And it starts young. So I remember moving uh, from cassettes to CDs Mm -hmm. and being like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. This is excellent. This, I love carrying my CDs around on my hip and having it skip the song skip every time I take a step. Yes. Awesome. Yes. This is way so better good. than I never have to rewind. Yeah. Oh, my word. It was finally. Like, now I'm back to listening to vinyl and loving, loving it. And it sounds good. <laughs> but also, like, the main reason I listen to vinyl is like about every 25 minutes, I have to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a health decision at this point. Exactly. It's More good than for- a qual- uh, audio quality issue. It's like, no, nah, I just need to remember to stand up. It's good for you. So keep my record player out of arm's reach. So I got to move to move it around. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Portable record players never really caught on. Yeah. Somebody uh, in our church they used to own a an A and W restaurant, not just one can of root beer, but a restaurant. Oh wow! And uh, they, they had a jukebox, and the husband died, and uh, the wife was kind of clearing through their stuff. And I had posted that I had a record player, and uh, and so she was like, "Hey, I've got a bunch of a bunch of records." So from, you, get, you got all the forty fives? Yeah, just a bunch of singles. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, so I had all these, and um, so I now you can start your own stock. I'm never going to do it. <laughs> never, uh, no, never. And Jocelyn found them and was like, "Can I? Can I use these?" I was like, "For what?" He's like, "I'm going to use them as decoration on my wall." I'm like, "Absolutely." 
absolutely so she has them all like the different colors uh, for the label not the actual records those are all black but the mm-hmm. labels have different colors you know and so she's like they look cool I'm like all right do you know who any of these bands are do you care it's like not at all all right <laughs> perfect so, um yeah anyway i only listen to cds <laughs> Uh, now, like, oh my word, John Mayer, his latest record, Sob Rock, which is not a banger, but it's great. Uh, he released it on cassette as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't, I can't even with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to be that guy, but like, like the indie bands and stuff, they've been, they've been doing cassettes for a while. Like it's, it's never really went away um as you and they always sell out like if it's a indie band that's doing like a vinyl uh cassette release they almost always because they're they're such limited runs so anyway yeah cassettes are still out there i'm just waiting for someone to come out with like the eight track release. like that's when you're really being hipster like nobody has eight tracks anymore or reel to reel there's actually people who still listen to reel to reel i almost bought a reel to reel record console like I had a record player and a reel-to-reel and speakers, like a whole like furniture piece. Yeah, I know, and that's the thing. They're huge. They're huge, but... and I was so tempted. And uh, the only thing keeping me from doing that was my wife. I was going to say, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> She's like, no. Who knows better than me about most things, so... I got I got one of those record player like uh, buffet console things at a, at a garage sale for, and I don't know if you can believe it, it was free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, it was only 300 pounds and, uh, I loved it. It was great. It played, it sounded terrible and it was huge. It was everything you wanted in yeah. the convenience of music. <laughs> yeah. And it made a great table. But... Hey, would you like to music, listen to music? Yeah, that'd be great. I can only do it in one room. <laughs> Come with me. Let's go sit inside. Come to my music room, please. And we can only listen to the, this whole album. Yeah. Hey. And one of us is going to have to crank the side. <laughs> also, you have to sit right here or else it sounds poorly anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Entertainment. Uh, so. Can I show you a slideshow from my Kodak? Uh, <laughs> let me get out my <laughs> my screen. Oh, my word. This is my vacation. Yeah, that sounds. I went to Dave and Buster's. For vacation? No. I, I don't know. They just sound like a land vacation. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Dave <laughs> right. and Buster are two friends that you have. <laughs> we didn't even have video games. We had, a we, great, just, we had a great time. We went to their house on our vacation to watch their slideshow on their vacation. Here's some pictures of their pictures. <laughs> so stupid. Is that copyright at that point? Is that... It's, no, it's fair use. Okay, perfect. It, it, we're, uh, we're supplying commentary. <laughs> so... Uh, Andy comes to find April and it's like, great news. We've been invited to Damien Keating's barn party. Uh, he's the captain of the soccer team and he has a fake ID. <laughs> so you can get him all free beer. And Andy, like, <laughs> almost 30 years old at this point, right? right. <laughs> so I was like, uh, and April's not into it. And, uh, and Andy's like, what's wrong? There's cupcakes and music. Why aren't you having fun? And April's like, this reminds me about awesome and popular you were in high school and how I spent my high school years making fun of everyone and hiding mops so the janitor would think he was going insane Mm -hmm. uh and so um yeah so april's having a hard time and uh and andy is like well maybe we wouldn't have gotten together in high school uh but that's because kids in high school are idiots (laughs) which is the most wisdom andy has ever said like everything in high school is pretty dumb (laughs) and they're pretty dumb that's it uh and and he's like what matters most is we found each other right now and it's the best uh and so it's like if you want to go we can go we got that limo for three hours uh still and with that extra length i think it could help us get over the lake (laughs) (laughs) andy 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 (laughs) and so april's like no let's stay i'll have fun um and uh yeah so they they end up hanging out uh and ron uh then comes to leslie and like i have a 10 point scale for how insane you are being um and if it's a five or below i say nothing uh it saves a lot of, i was like that's smart it saves a lot of time if it reaches a six um uh like for example the incident with the girls soccer uniforms back in 05 and i was like they wrote all the names in pink no one told them to do that um but if it reaches a six try to steer back to safety a seven i, I lock you in your office until you cool down 
this Allison Guilford thing may have hit an eight. <laughs> I have the police on standby. <laughs> so, um, and, uh, and Leslie then says, look, I'm thinking about leaving Pawnee, moving to Chicago. I want to make sure that the future is secure. Uh, and Allison would become April. Then April would become me. Uh, and, uh, and, and she's like, listen, you're used, you're hopeless without me. Um, and Ron at more wisdom here, like Ron says blueprints for the future are a fool's errand. They're like blueprints for a house. Nice to have, but any foreman with half a brain doesn't need to look at him. So who needs instructions? Uh, yeah, no. Um, and, uh, Leslie is, is frustrated that, uh, uh, that he's so wise, it's like I just once I wish you could say something stupid so I could ignore it. <laughs> and as they're having this conversation, the principal comes up to announce the prom quick king and queen. Turns out queen is Lucy Taylor and king is Andy Dwyer. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that Leslie uh, or April stuffed the ballot box and voted for Andy a thousand times. Um, and uh, so Andy gets up and he's like, "Not without my queen." Uh, and he brings April up and he's and he's like, "As your prom queen." King, I am your ruler. Uh, and, uh, Everybody so, laughs. And he's like, <laughs> my first decree of power is that I would declare a prom queen till shall be my wife, April Ludgate, who was the best thing that's ever happened. Um, and takes the tiara off of Lucy and puts it on April and, and looks at her as like, always next year. It's like, no, I'm a senior. <laughs> then the principal's like, how old are you? I'm 33. Uh, and uh, April says, he's 33 and I'm 47, immortal. <laughs> so uh, so principal kicks him out and Andy's like, high school forever. Um, and so he uh, looks at April, like, are you having fun now? And she's like, I rigged an election and got kicked out of prom. So yeah, this is super fun. Um, and then Tom, being, re- realizing how uncool he is, is like, my life is over. Might as well start wearing a plaid shirt and a tie and khakis and whatever shoes you're wearing to Ben. <laughs> Who's wearing a plaid shirt, a tie, and khakis, and whatever? So, um, and Ben's like, "Look, just because you don't know what high school is into doesn't make you uncool. It makes you a normal human adult." And hey, look at it this way: you're never going to be as old as me. (laughs) Tom's like, "Yeah, you're right. You're old as bleep." Um, And uh, and and Ben's like, "Thanks, Ben." And Ben's just like, "Glad I could help." So. so then Allison uh, goes and Ron go to apologize to Leslie. And this is when the credit scene comes up. Uh, and uh, Leslie's like, you have so much promise. You're such a good kid. Uh, and she's like, whatever you choose, be amazing. And Allison's like, I look, I admire you both. And watching all these happy faces, it was amazing. But it was also really nice to get paid for doing something. Um, and that Leslie's like, wow, you're so grounded. And, uh, and then Allison's, oh, let me introduce you to my boyfriend. And turn around reveal Allison's boyfriend is Greg Pekaitis. And uh, Pekaitis is like, what's up? Nope. <laughs> and Ron, uh, Allison is so, uh, so frustrated, uh, or Le- Leslie's so frustrated by this. You could see in her face and, uh, and Allison and Greg leave. And Ron's like, that's that horrible kid who used to prank us all the time. Right. And Allison was like, offers off the table. She's a terrible person with terrible judgment. Pekaitis. So, because she i love like offer is off the table and then as she goes to run after her um that he had stapled her dress to the tablecloth and so as she went away everything fell off the table literally so so good good. and then he's just across the room and goes click click with the stapler yeah pachitis excellent so good great joke what a great Um, reveal bringing pachitis back around yeah the ultimate like she can't do any wrong no matter what except for pachitis yes um yeah the only the only other thing um when april there's a extra who comes up to april and says hey where'd you get that dress and she says i'm buried in it um that extra's name is Cassandra sassnorp <laughs> played by Brittany oaks so good job Brittany. but Cassandra sassnorp and every s sound that i made there is a double s <laughs> so so for those of you who really want to write this down it's s-s-a-s-s-a-n-d-r-a S S A S S N O R P. Sassnorp. Sassandra. I've never even heard that name before. It's not even close. And then, and then one of the other extras that came up when they were like, this music isn't very good. Her name was Daphne Doroth. 
D-O-R-L-T-H. Dorlth. I love the name. They're so good. Delwyn Burfig, Daphne Dorlth, and Sassandra Sassnorp. Oh, my word. That's excellent. I wonder how these extras, like, prepare. Like, I need to get into Sassandra Sassnorp's <laughs> character. Like, what kind of childhood did she have so far? Well, with a last name like Sassnorp. Um, what kind of, what kind of sports is she into? I don't, yeah. How many people has she murdered? Track, probably. Probably track. Yeah. yeah. Track's an easy one to get into. Just call outside, run around. Or stand around. I don't think there's any rules. There's no rules for track. No rules. Uh, so, dude, season six, episode 19 next week. Flu season part two. Well, not part two, but just... The sequel. Do. As I was watching uh, this episode, this week's episode, um, it rolled off right into the next one. And it starts with Andy, like, just sneezing like a crazy person. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is funny. <laughs> uh, so that would be like fake sneezing actually kind of hurts. Yeah, because sneezing know? in general kind of hurts. Yeah. And so I wonder like, if he like hurt himself having to do that for so much. That's why yeah. you have to stay in shape as an actor. I guess so. Speaking of uh, Chris Pratt, yeah. I am hearing amazing things about the Mario movie. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. You it saw is, it? I, I did. Yeah, I took the girls oh. to go see it, and uh, it is it's a lot of fun. I, don't don't expect a lot of deep like character development or anything, but for an uh, Illumination movie, it was it was really it was pretty well done. It was it was a lot of fun. A lot of a lot of Easter eggs hidden throughout. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, go All see right. it if you want to have someone. And also, just throwing out there while we're talking about recommendations, go see Dungeons and Dragons if you haven't. That was a really fun movie. Even if you don't play, it's okay. Fantasy, adventure, action. Yeah. And Chris well, Pine playing the loot. I will take that under advisement. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us about your proms uh, or yeah. not. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about flu season two next week. I'm excited. It'll be great. It'll be so good. So, all right, y'all. Have a good life. And I'll talk to you later, Jeremy. <laughs> See you, Jason. Bye. Bye.